0: Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue.
1: Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2%? For every second that they improve their load time. In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I wanna to talk to you
0: today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash school to learn more and get your website online today. Hello, everyone! It's time for another episode of Marketing School. I'm your host Eric Su, and I'm Neil Patel, and today we're going to talk about how you can do effective keyword research. Now, even though voice search is becoming more prominent, there's you know the rise of we talk about you know machines and all this other stuff that's going on right now. For the time being. You know, Google search keyword research is still very important. You know, I, I think it'd be good for us to talk a little bit about how you can actually do effective keyword research in today's day and age. And I think I'll, I'll kick it off with the table stakes stuff. So, uh, Google Keyword Planner is available for you to use. It's free. It's from Google. Uh, you can take a look at, you know, keyword volume. Uh, you can take a look at the difficulty of keywords and how much they would cost. Uh, If you're bidding on them, I think that's a great place to start. But just keep in mind, Google recently started covering up uh, some of the data for people that are, are spending below a certain threshold. So you know that that's an unfortunate thing. But if you are spending money on AdWords, you can you know pull as much or more data if you want. So Neil, what's number two? I like using
1: Ahrefs. So the way I mainly do keyword research is purely based on my competition. I go see who the number one player in this space is. That's not too hard, right? Just assume based on traffic or revenue or a Lexus score or whoever, you know, whatever competitor you hear uh, people talking about the most. Put in their URL in A-H-R-E-F-S dot scom and it'll show you in their sidebar once you pull up the URL there'll be a section that just says organic keywords. And it shows you, right, forget on the main overview report on like their search traffic and all that, their numbers are really off. But what's really valuable is they show you all the keywords your competition's getting traffic for, and their rough rankings. It's not 100% accurate, but if it shows that they're number like two, they're usually in the top like three or four or five spots. If they show you like they're number 10, they could be on page one somewhere or page two but it's accurate enough. The point I'm trying to make is, you can not only see which keywords they're ranking for, it shows you roughly how much traffic each of those keywords drive. As I mentioned, the number's really off, but think of it as um, a reference point, right? If one number is higher than the other, then generally you know that that keyword is driving more of their traffic than the other keyword. In addition to that, it also shows you what pages they're getting traffic for, right? Because you can actually analyze by pages as well using Ahrefs um, and also type in those keywords yourself to see what pages they're ranking for. And you can even take individual pages and URLs, put them in Ahrefs, and it shows you all the keywords for that specific web page that your competition's ranking for. I then create similar web pages on my website, try to build more links, takes a while. Even after you get more links, it takes a long time to still rank, right? Give it like a six-month delay create a better piece of content using like Brian Dean's skyscraper technique, right? If someone had an article like 20 ways to increase your search engine traffic, make your article 101 ways to increase your search engine traffic. Yes, I know I'm going to the extreme, but that's what builds links, social shares, more traffic, more search love. And then of course, optimize your title tag so it's attractive for click-through rates, right? You can A-B test it using, let's say, uh plugins like on WordPress for title A-B testing plugins. I don't know, if you just Google one, you'll find a ton of them.
0: Awesome. And just to piggyback a little on the Ahrefs portion, Ahrefs uh, did add a few new features in the last few weeks. There is, you know, a content gap analysis where literally you'll click on it and you can enter in three competitors or more than that. And you can enter in your website just to see what keywords they're ranking for that you're not ranking for. So this is going to help you come up with new keyword ideas, not just for content, but also paid advertising as well. So Ahrefs is just getting better and better. I'm, I'm constantly impressed on the stuff that they're doing. And, you know, I, I think I'll talk a little bit about uh, two free tools that you can use here. Uh, Uber Suggest is something that uh, a lot of SEOs love, but, you know, it's just not that talked about, uh, you know, in, in, in recent days. But Uber Suggest, if you put in a keyword, it's going to show you different permutations out there. It's going to make it easier for you to come up with different ideas. So if I just typed in red shoes, it's going to come up with different words for all through the alphabet, right? So it will be like red shoes, red shoes cheap, or, you know, buy red shoes, whatever it is. It'll go from A to Z, it'll go all the way to the bottom and it'll give you a lot of different ideas. Then you can plug them into a tools like Hrefs and, uh, you know, try to get more keyword uh, information there. And I also really like um, both Neil and I love using Google Trends to see how keywords are trending up and down. And, you know, if it's trending upwards, great. You know, maybe this is a kind of a verification point for you to, you know, continue on with using this keyword or maybe, you know, uh, do a double take and say, oh, wow, this keyword's trending downwards. Maybe we shouldn't be using it. So those are two free ones. Again, it's Ubersuggest and Google Trends.
1: Yeah. The other thing with me is generally, I also don't overanalyze with keywords. So a lot of people use like Ahrefs, SEMrush, Keyword Planner, and don't get me wrong, I use them too. I just gave you the whole Ahrefs example. But what I mean by overanalyzing is, you'll find that you don't get most of your traffic from one keyword. When I first started my journey in SEO, I would optimize for head terms, credit cards, you know, uh, auto insurance, insurance quotes, etc. And what I quickly learned was, yes, those keywords drive a lot of traffic, they can make money, but they won't drive more than like 10 or 20% of your traffic. It mainly comes from long tail. And if you look at Eric and I, we're really heavy on blogging. Why? Because if you write content related to your space, you naturally rank for a ton of keywords, even if the keyword is not on your page. Google has something called LSI, latent semantic uh, indexing, in which if you type in dog food, right, if you have content about dog food, Google knows, think of it like a thesaurus, Google knows that other keywords related to dog food are pet food, canine food, right? These are all examples. And even if you don't have the word canine food on your website, Google may rank you for canine food. And when you write blog posts, naturally, if you're writing a blog post on dog food, you may mention the keyword pet, you may mention the keyword cat, you may mention the word canine, whatever it may be. You're gonna start naturally ranking for long tail keywords like what food should you give your dog if he or she is overweight, right? That could be an example. So don't just think about what keywords you should be ranking for. Think about what type of content you should be writing that's relevant in your space, that solves problems. That people search a lot for, and the easiest way to figure this out, because when you do keyword research, you're looking for traffic, right? Go to Quora, look for all the questions that are really popular in your space, and create blog posts around them.
0: Yep, and just to piggyback on the Quora uh, recommendation, you can also use Twitter. Yes, Twitter is still relevant. You can use Twitter search and look at uh, the, the different topics people are are talking about in the space. And one thing to touch upon here, you know, Neil talked about long-term keywords, uh, long-tail keywords. So the reason why Neil has a lot of long form content, we're talking anywhere from four to five thousand words. Um, and for us, you know, we're, we're typically aiming for words that are two thousand plus words is because the more keywords that you have on a page, the more, the higher your domain authority is, you're going to start ranking for more keywords naturally. And, you know, the search engines are going to catch, you know, the long tail, uh, keywords that are on a page. So in some cases, I know Neil has a post on, um, getting more Instagram followers. And I think that keyword according to H or that page ranks for, I believe close to 4,000 keywords. So believe it or not, one page can rank for 4,000 keywords. Um, if you're doing a good job with it, Neil, anything else to close it off with before we hop out? That's pretty much it on mine. All right. So write great content. Don't focus too much on the keywords. You know, these tools are great. Use them as a guideline and then, uh, let us know what you think. We're always curious to get more feedback from you guys. We'll see you in tomorrow's episode of Marketing School. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.